Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this edition of Wrestlers with Experience. I am your co-host Mark Morell, also known as Mark Knight, one half of the most illustrious tag team in the motherfucking galaxy, ladies and gentlemen. And as I am chilling out here for the month of January, I am bringing you guys the Wrestle Kingdom 15 preview show. And what this is going to entail is all of the matches that's going to take place for both nights one and two at the Tokyo Dome January 4th and January 5th. So I need to get you guys excited and get you guys ready for this show. Now for me, I've said it before and I'll say it again. In January, the wrestling season starts at Wrestle Kingdom. For all of the American fans, the start of the year for professional wrestling in the U.S. is always the Royal Rumble. And it leads right into the road to WrestleMania. But January starts off the wrestling world for me on its master reset for New Japan Pro Wrestling at Wrestle Kingdom. From the Tokyo Dome, pretty big gate, pretty big show, which will take place. I don't know how many people are going to be at the Dome, but it seems like it's going to be a lot. But due to certain travel restrictions, um, we don't know how many people can come into Japan during this time. But... However, hopefully, it should be a really big turnout for both Nights 1 and Nights 2 for both events. And I have right before me the matches. I'm going to give you the previews and who I think should walk out as the winners. And who I think is going to come out on top. And those matches that mean the most is going to affect what's going to happen for Night number 2. So, getting started, for those of you who are listening to us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Stitcher, Podbeam, CastBox, Deezer, Tuned In, and Podcast Addict, we thank you for tuning in. My co-host, Dietrich Davis, the world boss, aka the watcher of professional wrestling, fan to none of you know how that goes, so that's just how we represent. So, I'm excited, and I'm about to give it to you straight, no chaser, so let's get right down to it. For night one, we're going to have ourselves a pre-show. We got the New Japan Rumble, and what's going to happen is is that you're going to have 22 men inside this battle royal. It's going to be over the top and pinfall and um, count on in DQ, and the winners are going to be the last four men. And the last four men that's going to be involved in the Battle Royal will be the participants that's going to be selected to face off against each other for the King of Pro Wrestling Trophy, which will reset on January 5th. The winner of the Fatal 4-Way will be the brand new KOPW champion and what's going to happen is is that the winner of the KOPW um, trophy they'll be the, um, the provisional champion and that will change hands um, every year but however it'll change also within the course of the year due to the matches having stipulations so for example last year when they crowned the um First ever KOP champion. It was a fatal four-way and it was at Jingle Stadium. And we saw Yano Toru um, win the KOPW 2020 trophy. And so far he's been 
undefeated in KOPW stipulation matches. The last match that he was in, he wrestled um, Balak Fale in a body slam four-corner post-match, meaning that um, the four corners, the turnbuckles, the turnbuckle pads can be removed during the match and used as weapons. And if um, Fale slammed Yano Toru, Fale will become the KOPW 2020 champion. Or if Yano Toru body slams Fale, he will retain the championship. And at that time, he did retain the trophy. And um, now they got the brand new trophy. And uh, it's going to be up for grabs. It's going to reset. Um... As of January 5th. So actually officially. It, it actually resets January 4th. So the Battle Royal winners. The last four guys. That's going to be in that Battle Royal. Is going to be the KOPW uh, trophy winner. I don't know who to call on that one. But I kind of would like to see. Yano Toro as one of the um, four finalists. I could see him doing that. Or Messerana just might be Yoshihashi, or it might be Yujiro Takahashi, or it might be Yuji Nagata, who knows? Whoever wins the trophy, it's going to be very interesting to see how this is going to turn about. Alright, so now, here we go. The first singles match for that night is going to be the great Okan representing the Empire. He's going to be taking on Hiroshi Tanahashi. Now, this is a rarity, because... Within the last few years, the last few Wrestle Kingdoms, Tanahashi has been at the top of the cards. But however, he's been slowly but surely sliding down the cards these last couple of years. The last time that he was in the main event on a Wrestle Kingdom was a couple of years prior to um, Kenny Omega to Kenny Omega leaving, which was 2018, when Kenny Omega left. Um, New Japan Pro Wrestling to help form AEW, where he dropped the IWGP Heavyweight Title to Tanahashi. So right now, um, the pretty much that was the descent of Tanahashi on the on the cards in the main event. So that's what's happening. Last year he took on um, Chris Jericho in um, in a semi-main special attraction match, where if he would have won. He would have been granted an opportunity to come to All Elite Wrestling and get a shot at the IW of the All Elite Wrestling World Heavyweight Title, but he didn't win it, so it was what it was. But however, he's taking on the returning Young Lion, aka the Great Ocon. The Great Ocon just came back from Rev Pro. He's now a part of the faction known as the Empire, along with Will Osprey um, and Jeff Cobb and Bea Priestley. Um, <laughs> uh, Osprey's girlfriend. So, Okan basically is the enforcer of the group. He's looking to take on Tanahashi. The last couple of matches that him and Tanahashi has been in, he has obliterated Tanahashi, attacking his knee in every match that he has been in. And just recently, Tanahashi has been getting getting the one up on him in attacks. So. This is going to be a very interesting match. If it goes the way that I think it may go, Tanahashi is going to beat Okan in the um, in this opening contest. That's what I believe is going to happen. Although, if Tanahashi was to lose to Okan, I mean, it would help Okan, but 
I see Okan pretty much getting like revenge against Tanahashi at um one of the other shows like New Year's Dash and stuff like that. Pretty much that's what I can see happening. So I think that Tanahashi is going to be the one to win this match. The number one contendership for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Best of the Super Juniors winner, Hiromu Takahashi. Taking on Super J Cup 2020 winner, El Fantasmo. The winner of this match will take on Taji Ishimori on night two for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Now, being that this is about domination in the Junior Heavyweight Division, these are the two dominant Junior Heavyweights. El Fantasmo, who is a two-time um, Super J Cup winner. He won last year's tournament. 2020 and he won the year before 2019 so he is a two-time winner of the um super j cup um tournament whereas Hiromu takahashi he is also a two-time um best of the super juniors winner he is a three-time iwgp junior heavyweight champion looking at the stats Hiromu takahashi last year walked into wrestle kingdom challenging um Will Ospreay for the junior heavyweight title. He defeated Will Ospreay to win the championship after coming back from a broken neck. And then the following night of last year, he defeated um, Jushin Thunder Liger and basically retired him, becoming the face of the junior heavyweight division. El Fantasmo, the top guy gene junior heavyweight. Um, it's interesting to see that he's at the helm as, um, as, a, as a heel, representing the Bullet Club. He has a lot of momentum behind him. He's a former Rev Pro Cruiserweight Champion. He's also a former um, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion as well. This is a toss-up because the winner of this match, like I said, is going to take on Taji Ishimori for the title on night two. As a betting man, I would like to see El Fantasmo get the win so that he can take on um, Taji Ishimori in a Bullet Club Versus Bullet Club Junior Heavyweight title match. But being that the way that the matches were played up this year. With um, Taji Ishimori defeating Hiromu for the title. This is the rematch that uh, Hiromu needs to pick up the win. To defeat the Muscle Chihuahua as he calls himself. So look for Hiromu Takahashi to be the one to win this match. Number one contendership for the U.S. Heavyweight Championship. Kenta defends his um, conditional contract against Juice Robinson or Satoshi Kojima. Now, this is interesting because we know that Juice Robinson is looking to get in Kenta's ass for costing him not only the World Tag League Championship, but some other costly matches on the road to the Tokyo Dome causing for him to be concussed and Satoshi Kojima stepped in and is, was taking his bookings for that time being until when Juice was cleared so he can come back to compete and in one of those in, in one of those matches uh Kojima defeated Kenta and now he's looking to get a crack at that um briefcase and the way that he was able to seal the deal he hit the Koji cutter on Kenta and he challenged them at Currican Hall for the briefcase. Now, if Kenta wins, he would go on to face 
the U.S. Heavyweight Champion, John Moxley, for the U.S. title. But right about now, because of travel restrictions from both England and in the United States, not too many people will be allowed to come into Japan. But I think that the Japanese can travel into the U.S. and stuff like that. I'm not too sure. I'm not certain how that's going to work. But it is high hell time that the United States Championship be defended. And I personally think that Kenta is going to retain the condition contract. And I would hope to God that the wrestling gods are hearing everything that I'm saying right about now. That Tony Khan of All Elite Wrestling should allow Kenta to come to AEW to challenge for the U.S. Championship to have John Moxley defend the U.S. title on AEW television. That would be a great, great match, and that would be one way to finally secure what to do with the U.S. Heavyweight title for New Japan Pro Wrestling because the U.S. Championship is supposed to help with the U.S. expansion of New Japan Pro Wrestling in North America. And being that they have this New Japan Strong Show going on right there, there's no title being defended. And it would be a great idea that the U.S. Championship would be defended on New Japan Strong and also on some of the New Japan shows over in Japan. But the U.S. belt needs to be present here in North America. And John Moxley, who was the champion, he can't wrestle on New Japan TV when it's shown in the U.S. because of him being under contract with um, AEW. A good way would be for this to take place. You gotta have Kenta come to AEW and have him challenge for the U.S. Heavyweight title. IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championship match. The Dangerous Techers, who are the current IWGP Heavyweight Champions, taking on the 2020 World Tag League Champions, the Gorillas of Destiny, Tongaloa and Tamatanga. Now, this is the first dynamic in a while where you have two heel teams competing for the Tag Team Championship. And why is this so incredibly dynamic? Well, look at it like this. This is Zack Sabre Jr. and Tai Chi's um, <clears throat> first run as IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Champions. They won the Tag Team Belts in June of 2020. And they have been on a tear. No team has been able to defeat them. Golden Ace was not able to reclaim the tag team belts. Even though they have come close on four separate occasions. Dangerous Techers always found a way to retain the IWGP heavyweight tag team titles. The Gorillas of Destiny. They were in the States getting themselves ready to get their chops back in order. Before they were able to come back to Japan. And they did. And they were able to do that prior to the... World Tag League in the G1 Climax. And Tamatanga and Tonga Lord, hey, they have been unstoppable. With um, Jado as their um, their heater, they've been pulling off some incredible wins. And of course, you know, the way that they won the World Tag League Championship, Kenta came in and cracked Juice Robinson upside the head with his condition briefcase. Causing for the Gorillas to obtain, finally, for the first time in their career, the World Tag League Trophies. They've never won the IWGP World Tag League Trophies for the seven, seven or eight years that they've been employed with the company. They are six-time heavyweight tag team champions with a record only 
being held above them with Tin Cozy having the most tag team wins and World Tag League wins and stuff like that. So they definitely are the franchise players. They are the franchise team of the New Japan Tag Team Division, holding multiple tag team titles, including the ROH Tag Belts, as well with the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Belts at the same time. So if I had to pick a winner... I'm definitely going with the Gorillas of Destiny winning the heavyweight tag team titles. And the reason why I think they're going to win those tag team belts at the Dome for the first time in their careers. Because they've walked into um, Tokyo Dome as the challengers for the last three or so, three, four years or whatever. And they have lost those belts to the tag league winners. I think that it's only fitting that they win the tag the, the tag belts. And as they win the tag belts, I believe it's going to be with the assist of Jado to be ringside with them during this match. So my pick is going to be the Gorillas of Destiny leaving as the new tag team champions of the heavyweight division. The semi-main event is going to see the Rev Pro British heavyweight champion, the King of the Commonwealth, Will Ospreay, the leader of the empire with his girlfriend be a priestly um ringside with him as he takes on his former chaos stablemate the leader of chaos kazuchika okada this is a big grudge match going on ladies and gentlemen this is picked up since the um g1 climax when will osprey finally did the impossible finally getting the win over kazuchika okada but while he got the win of course this introduced the great okan to come out to attack okada with the uh, choke slam and causing for Osprey to get the win. Now this is a big grudge match between the two. Will Osprey is no longer the aerial assassin. He is now the king of the Commonwealth. He's pretty much becoming the British version of Ric Flair uh, and Steve Regal to a certain degree with that British swag looking like um, Kingsman and shit like that to a degree with the suits and the and the gold chains and the watches and stuff like that. Looking like a real swanky British upper crust prick and i like that persona about will osprey um okada's been taking some falls a lot these uh past few months for 2020 and i think it's time that okada picks up the win i see um okada getting the win over will osprey but being that the empire is just starting to pick up its legs i don't think that um they would want to kill off a push like that so quick so, my pick is going to be Will Ospreay to beat Kazuchika Okada at the Tokyo Dome for the, um, you know, in this matchup. Now, just to let you know, Okada's record at the Dome is kind of like Kumsi Kumsa, um, and I'll tell you why. Um, he's um, pretty much, from 2012 all the way up until now, I believe that Okada is about um, 3 and th- Three and three, or like three and four, or four out of three in um, dome appearance matches. Um, he's lost. He's won his first match back in 2012 when he defeated Yoshihashi um, in the opening contest when he first unveiled the Rainmaker persona. But he wasn't the Rainmaker yet. He didn't become the Rainmaker until he challenged Tanahashi for the title. Then the following year, he lost to Tanahashi. Um, for the championship, 
Then the following year, he defeated Naito to retain the title. Then the year after that, he lost to um, Tanahashi. Then um, from there, um, he would um, go on to... Uh, I'm trying to think. I think he would, he would go on to um, retain the, the heavyweight title against... Uh, Jay White <clears throat> last year and then only to drop it to Naito um the following night when they did the um double crown uh championship match so that's what happened so yeah so that's the take up there so I believe that um Okada's going to win this match but if I had to pick once again my odds on favorite would definitely be Will Ospreay now, for the main event for the IWGP Intercontinental and Heavyweight um, Championships, the Double Crown, Naito Tetsuya versus Kota Ibushi. Now, this has been a very good year for both Kota Ibushi and Naito Tetsuya. We're talking about 2020. Kazuchika Okada, I mean, excuse me, Kota Ibushi is a two-time G1 Climax winner, um, and he is back-to-back um, winner of the G1 Climax. I believe that he is a actually he's a three-time winner of the G1 Climax, and he is the first in a while to win the G1 Climax back to back. Um, he won 2019 and he won 2020, and this is now his um, second appearance in the main event, challenging for the heavyweight title. Now, when he won the G1 Climax. He had the condition contract, but he defended it against Jay White, and he lost the contract to Jay White, so that Jay White will get the shot at the winner of these two guys from night one on night two for both championship belts. Whereas with Naito, Naito started off the year strong, coming in as the double champion, only to lose the double championship to Evil in um, the main event at Dominion, and to regain the championship back from Evil at Jingle Stadium, which was a very good card. But right now, if I had it my way, Kota Ibushi will probably lose this match. But judging from the way things are looking, either man can pretty much end up winning the title and probably end up getting the one up on Jay White. But... For some reason, I kind of feel sneaky to say that Jay White's going to win the championship at Wrestle Kingdom, but <clears throat> we'll see where it goes. But my pick would definitely be Naito, as he is the double champion. He's going into the going into Wrestle Kingdom as champion. It would be cool to see him retain the double titles, and from there, just to have him walk in the following night and then get one up over on Jay White. Only for him to challenge somebody else or to have somebody else challenge him for the championship. That's something I would like to see. But um, my odds on pick for night one to retain the heavyweight title would be um, Naito Tetsuya. That's what I believe. But um, the dark horse out of this one will also probably be Kota Ibushi because Kota Ibushi wants to get that one up. Not only over on Naito, but to get one up over Switchblade Jay White. 
And it would be icing on the cake if he was able to do just that. Now, that was night one. Now, let's get into night two. <clears throat> night two is going to be interesting because it's going to feature two um, pre-show matches with the uh, women from Stardom. So, I'm going to get into the first contest. It's going to be a six-woman tag match. Queens, The team of Queen's Quest featuring uh, Takayami, Kimatani, Azumi, and Utami Hashishida. Taking on Donna Del Mondo, the faction of Micah, Natsupoi, and Himika. That's going to be a very interesting match there in that opening contest. You don't normally see um, women's matches for New Japan Pro Wrestling, but this is the second year that Stardom will be opening up um, night two of Wrestle Kingdom for the fans to see. Then we have ourselves a tag match featuring uh, Maya Iwatani and Tammy um, Nakano taking on Suri and Julia from Donna Del Mondo, the same faction that's involved in the six women's tag match. Um, it's going to be an interesting um, bout right here. I recognize Maya Iwatani. I actually took a picture with her um, in 20. 19 so that was actually pretty cool when i went to uh msg for the g1 supercard with the roh in new japan but that's going to be interesting the opening match is going to be the kopw trophy 2021 fatal four-way now we're going to have the winners from the battle royal from night one they're going to take on um each other and the winner of this fatal four-way is going to become the 2021 King of Pro Wrestling uh, champion. They're going to have the trophy. And then, <clears throat> like I said, during the course of the year, they will be defending that trophy in singles matches or multi-man matches. And each match is going to have a different stipulation. So it will be a whole bunch of harebrained matches in, in this particular deal. Now, personally, I would like to see, like I said, in my, in, um, in my pick, I would like to see the following people in the KOPW um, trophy match. I would like to see Yano Toro because he's the, the, the current um, trophy holder. So he needs to be there in that match as a part of the final four. The next one I, I want to see in there is Chase Owens. The other person I want to see is either Yujiro Takahashi and probably Bad Luck Fale only to, you know, raise the air of the odds against Yano so that Yano won't walk out with the trophy. Now, another person I can probably see in there is uh, Tomohiro Ishii. I can also see like Kojima up in there, maybe Tenzan. Maybe I can see um, Doki as a junior heavyweight being involved in there. Of course, the Young Lions will be in there as well. Minoru Suzuki, I can see him um, with the potential of being one of the um, finalists. Uh, I mentioned Fale, maybe Robbie Eagles. Who who knows? All I know is is that the winner of that of this match they will become the 2021 King of Pro Wrestling Trophy holder. All right. The next match will see 
Evil versus Sonata. Now, this is a grudge match, ladies and gentlemen, between the two former LIJ partners. Sonata still with LIJ and um, Evil uh, turning on the entire organization and joining the Bullet Club over the summer. The same night that he won the New Japan Cup, but also um, winning the double championship from Naito the night after at Dominion. So, there's a lot to be um, said between these two tag team partners, multiple time tag team champions, uh, multiple time um, World Tag League trophy winners. Um, they were also six persons, I mean, the never six man tag team champions. But I, it's a tough one because I like what Evil is doing. I like how Evil is a part of the Bullet Club. I like how Evil is um, doing everything to be relevant and to stay relevant and to. Keep the eyes on him because he did become a breakout star last year. And although I've always touted that I believe that Sonata has all that it takes to be a major star. I personally think that Sonata is going to be evil in this match. He's going to overcome some odds because, you know, evil has Dick Togo ringside with him. And maybe Yujiro might get involved in this as well. For all I know. That's what I think will probably happen, but I would definitely like to see um, Sonata get the win over Evil so that he can um, rise up in the ranks for contention. IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Titles. Suzuki Goon's um, representatives, Yoshinabu Kanemaru and El Desperado, the person who I believe is going to be the breakout junior heavyweight star for New Japan Pro Wrestling for 2021. Taking on the team of Taguchi Japan, Ryusuke Taguchi, and Master Wato. Now, we're talking expertise and experience here in this bout between um, the four men and what's at stake, the junior heavyweight tag team titles. Taguchi is a multiple-time um, junior heavyweight champion. I personally believe that under the tutelage of not only Master Wato, um, excuse me, Master Wato being under the tutelage of Taguchi, I think they have a good chance of winning. He's had a real nice streak, and he's been doing his thing. Um, he's been doing phenomenal since he made his um, debut back from Mexico, as far as Master Wato is concerned. I think that they may have a good shot of winning the titles. Taguchi, who's had a very strong performance in this year's um, Best of the Super Junior Tournament, I think he's done exceedingly well. And he's hungry once again. And now, I can say it right. Being now that Tenzan is a part of Team Japan, Taguchi Japan, managing Master Wado, I think that they're going to end up winning the Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship. However, although um, Kanemaru and El Desperado are getting back into the swing of things, this is the team not to sleep on. But you really got to build up the junior heavyweight division. And so far, uh, Suzuki Gun has had the junior tag belts for quite some time. And it's possible that if there's going to be a title change, it would be them. And the reason why I state that is because, let's say on a hypothetical, let's say that um, Yo and Sho were still together and um, Yo was not hurt with an injury. It would be Rapongi 3K defending the titles against El Desperado and um, Kanemaru 
and maybe Taguchi and Wato in a triple threat match. But I honestly see for the feel good moment, Taguchi and Wato are going to win the junior tag team titles. And it's been quite a while that Taguchi won the junior tag team title or heavyweight title at the Dome. So I think this will be a nice feather in his cap, you know, to cap off, um, actually to start off 2021. So my pick is definitely Taguchi Japan winning the junior tag team championships. Now we have for the never open weight championship. We have Shingo Takagi, the dragon taking on empire member, Jeff Cobb. Here's the backstory on this one. Shingo Takagi defeated Minoru Suzuki to recapture the never open weight title at Jingle stadium. thus solidifying his hold on the championship that has made a lot of waves and a lot of headlines considering all of the names that has hold that title. Um, although it's a short list, but Minoru Suzuki's name has been stamped all over this belt. But now Shigo Takagi, it's his turn now being a two time holder of the never open weight title. Um, Jeff Cobb is a former never open weight champion who's had a very weird contract. Um, he's no longer a New Japan loyalist anymore. So as a sense on paper, um, excuse me, on camera. But on paper, he is a New Japan loyalist. But being that he is a former never open weight champion winning the title at Madison Square Garden, he will pretty much complete a double breaking moment of not only winning the never open weight championship at the world's most famous arena madison square garden new york but there's a good chance that he can walk out of the dome as the never open weight championship and giving the empire something to you know smile about so i personally think that um for all intents and purposes i love takagi takagi is going to put up a fight takagi is going to like bust um, Cobb's ass when it comes down to the brawling aspect and maybe some of the submissions. Um, they both can compete with each other on some high flying stuff. The only drawback with um, Takagi is that he's not going to have outside help watching his back. So if he does, it'll probably be Ibushi. But I personally think, in, in my honest opinion, that um, Jeff Cobb may walk out of Tokyo Dome as the never open weight champion. For the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, semi-main event, the Muscle Chihuahua, the Bone Soldier, Taiji Ishimori, will defend the Junior Heavyweight title against the winner of Hiromu Takahashi and El Phantasmo. Now, here's the dynamic. The belt is definitely going to be up for grabs. But now we're also talking about the pride of the junior heavyweight division. Because either man could be the one with the potential to beat the champion for the title. So, whereas um, Hiromu wants to not only solidify his dominance in the junior heavyweight division. But he's the guy who retired Jushin Thunder Liger. He is a two-time uh, Best of Super Juniors champion, whereas El Phantasmo is a um, 
former IWGP junior heavyweight champion. He is a former Rev Pro British cruiserweight champion. And he is also the guy who's had a lot of pent up frustration. And he's looking forward to come to Tokyo and to recapture a belt that he feels that is his. So I say that um, the winners of that match. I think it's going to be Hiromu so that he can get the revenge win over Taji Ishimori. A all-Bullet Club Junior Heavyweight title match might be intriguing, but judging from the way that they're going with this, it's going to be Hiromu that's going to pick up the win against um, Taji Ishimori for the title. And now, for the main event, double championship, Jay White will take on the winner of Naito versus Kota Ibushi. Now, Kota Ibushi lost the condition contract to take on Naito for the um for the title. Naito just regained the title from Evil. Jay White wants to re-solidify his position as the boss in the dawn of the Bullet Club. And in order to do that, he has to become the double champion. And in order to become the double champion, he has to beat the person who has the most to gain. Now, he's feuded with um, Kota Ibushi. And that was very well. They've had a lot of um, syncopation going on. And the way that White won the condition, he had his foot on the ropes, the top rope, so that um, Red Shoes Umino were able to count out and count him out for the pen. However, he has Gato with him. And we're talking about Jay White ringside with him as he comes to the ring. And as he's barred from the ring and then brought back to the ring and all this other stuff. You really can't um, decipher what Jado's going to do. Except for perhaps maybe um, hit the roller decks and find new talent. But Jay White, on the other hand, going back to Switchblade. Jay White, a man who is, in so many ways, very cocky, very confident about becoming the new, um, excuse me, becoming the IWGP um, double crown champion. He wants to win that belt at all costs. He has every intent on trying to defeat either man or winning the championship. He believes that deep down inside, New Japan is hitching his hitching him to the wagon so that he can make the pull, and he's done good so far um, with some merchandise sale and thing in this nature. But when it comes down to the overall dynamic of match quality, it seemed like every chance that Naito um, <clears throat> would get the upper hand, or, or, or Kota Ibushi would get the upper hand, Jay White walks in with the home field advantage usually reserved for the home team and things of this nature. But I truly believe that with all of the hype surrounding this world here, whatever, I personally believe that um, Jay White is going to leave the Tokyo Dome as the IWGP heavyweight wrestling champion and intercontinental champion. He's going to be the double crown champion. And it seems like perhaps there might be a, struggle between um it's gonna be a struggle against them against uh jay white and the winner of this match so i think that if i had it my way naito is going to retain the title 
And I believe that Naito is going to do whatever it takes to beat Kota Ibushi. But he's also going to do whatever it takes for him to beat um, Jay White. Jay White is going to have Gato there with him. So if you follow anything of the New Japan Pro Wrestling site, you know that um, <clears throat> Jado is right there. And he's going to ensure to it that Switchblade Jay White is going to usher in that um, Switchblade era. And he's going to walk out the IWGP heavyweight champion and intercontinental champion double crown holder. So ladies and gentlemen, that's the preview show for Wrestle Kingdom. I gave you both nights and two and gave you what I think... It will probably be just in reasonable cause for the winners that I pick. I might go wrong with this. Who knows? But needless to say, the list is long. It was huge. And I personally believe that deep down aside, that Switchblade is going to leave the Never Openweight Championship on night two. But, but the resourceful Naito Tetsuya has what it takes to be, remain double champion until somebody brand new come into New Japan and challenge him for the title. Now, we could see um, Minoru Suzuki challenge for the belt. I know he wants to defend the title against Naito. I mean, uh, excuse me, against um, Kazuchika Okada. I know that um, they would love to see him and um, Tanahashi go at it. I would like to see that match too, but I personally believe, deep down inside, that um, Naito's going to retain the belt. But if I was a betting man, and I always do, I'm going to look for, just for shits and giggles, Jay White's going to walk out the brand new double crown champion on night five, being the ruler of the roost of the wrestling world. That's what I think is going to happen. And I think that they may also, if they're sharp, they may reveal the brand new double crown championship belt for New Japan Pro Wrestling. That's what I think. But if not, then hey, you know, Naito retains the title and he comes in there still with two two belts or they unify the title and do it like that. And I think that um, with uh, <clears throat> Jay White, I think that Jay White will do what he can to ensure that win. He's going to have Jado with him once again. I stress that. But um, if it goes the way that it goes... Look for um, Jay White to win the title and walk out of the Dome as double crown champion, pulling an upset, um, a big upset to become the top heel in wrestling over there in Japan. And hopefully he might turn out to be the best heel worldwide. So keep your eyes on this one because that shifty rat bastard is going to do everything that he t that it takes to um walk out of the Tokyo Dome the brand new double crown champion. So ladies and gentlemen, if you like this um preview show, please give it a thumbs up, give it a like, say something. We appreciate everything that you say and do for us. Thank you for listening to us on your favorite streams, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Podbeam, CastBox, Deezer, Tuned In, and Podcast Attic. Follow us on our social medias. I think you know them all. Um, if you like what you're listening to, please continue to support us. Continue to help us rock our shit so that we can continue to bring our message of pro wrestling throughout the world. Thus, we are wrestlers with experience. And that's just 
the way it goes. So until then, ladies and gentlemen, um, my name is Mark Morell, Dietrich Davis. My co-host will come through with some brand new stuff, and I will also come once again with a um, review show of Wrestle Kingdom 15. I'm out of here, ladies and gentlemen. You have yourselves a pleasant um, evening or day or whatever it is that you're doing. And take a like and take advantage of all of your networking situations. Have a good one. Because success and fortune finds the brave.